this week's episode, we're going to be talking about self-care. So I was thinking of talking about this the previous week, and it was on my periphery of things to do. I got caught up with a lot of work tasks and was just very tired overall. Usually I will record episodes either in advance or at least a couple days or a day or two before I post it. But last week I had so much going on and I had side work things that I was doing too. It ended up being Thursday evening after I clocked out of work and I was debating with myself, should I like push myself and just try to cram in the recording and editing and get it out by Friday? And then I thought to myself, well, if the episode is about self-care, it would be kind of hypocritical to overwork myself in an episode where it's supposed to be about mindfulness, about how you're feeling and your body and like being in tune with your needs, which at the time was my need was just to get more rest. So for people who have um, been paying attention or if you're following me on Instagram, you'll know that I did not post an episode last week. Well, let's just jump into it. What is self-care? It's pretty much what the word says. You're caring for yourself in whatever avenue is best needed for you at the moment or suited to you as an individual. So I forget which website I pulled this from, but here's a definition. Self-care is a general term that describes everything you do deliberately for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. As simple as it sounds, many of us pay little attention to self-care. This is why deliberately is one of the most important words in the definition. You need to be conscious of your well-being before you can achieve true self-care. And I think that is a good overall definition, um, especially the being deliberate part. Self-care is about knowing what your body is experiencing, both physically and emotionally, and figuring out how you need to take care of yourself to address your needs at the time. So self-care seems pretty intuitive. My question basically is, why is it so hard to take care of ourselves? If we think of ourselves as a plant, we have to water ourselves, you know, drink water, go out, get some exercise, get some sunshine, feed ourselves, get enough sleep and rest, and you know, sleep at a decent time, get enough rest throughout the night. But as simple as that sounds, how come we have such a hard time taking care of ourselves? Like for me, I will skip breakfast a lot of the times. I'll just jump right into emails and clocking in for work. I don't drink enough water throughout the day until I get thirsty, which means that I'm, you know, already dehydrated. And then I have exercise things around the house, but why don't I actually use them until I notice that my body needs some working out or like some exercise. And then also I end up staying late, up late a lot of the times, and I would say I get like six hours of sleep on average. Why? I don't know. I'm not doing a good enough job of self-care, I guess. I would say that one portion of why we don't take good enough care of ourselves is that we have too much faith in our body's resiliency. So uh, we end up pushing ourselves to go without breaks. We go past our limits and part of it 
in my opinion, is that we think that we can catch up on things later on. So if I push myself at work and don't take breaks, don't take a lot of food breaks or stretch breaks, I think to myself, oh, I can just catch up on that after I clock out or I can take it slow the next day. If it was at school when I was younger, I would just take all-nighters and say I can catch up on sleep later. I can catch up over the weekend or something and just sleep in. If I eat a lot of junk food, I'll tell myself I can eat healthy later, you know, get a fruit smoothie or something like that. But after a while of doing this repeatedly and for an extended period, it's very unhealthy because this will take a toll on us. Um, Our stress levels, our bodies deteriorating from not taking care of ourselves, our mental health can decline as well from overdoing it so much. And also a part of it for not taking care of ourselves, I would say it's also kind of a combination of fear of failure for our personal goals and then also just letting other people down. You know, sometimes I'll be really tired and I'll push myself to be able to join a video call or maybe I am already overwhelmed at work but then I'll still say yes to a work request because I don't want to let other people down. It's hard to know how to set boundaries sometimes and boundaries are an essential part of self-care because they help us limit external factors that can overwhelm us. I would say also for self-care, it's hard to take care of ourselves when society has this obsession with being productive. If we are resting, a lot of the times, at least for me, it feels like I am not doing something I need to do and I could be seen as, quote, wasting my time, wasting time that I could be spending on an art project or talking with a friend or cooking a meal or, you know, there's all these other things that I could be doing. So why should I be resting instead? That is something that is also part of, I guess, work culture too. It's just like you want to keep pushing stuff out. And if you take time for yourself to rest and to relax, it can be filled with guilt. When I was thinking about it, I guess another reason that we don't take care of ourselves is it can be sort of a backwards defense mechanism. And by backwards, I mean it's a defense mechanism that like works against us in a way. So what I mean is that I think we also have a fear of facing ourselves. If we continue to push ourselves to our limits and continue with our poor habits, we allow ourselves to not focus on what needs to be addressed, which is what we are lacking in our lives and what we're needing in our lives. And instead, we're substituting that with work, with media, and overloading ourselves with activities that actually don't nourish our bodies or our spirit. So by not taking care of our bodies, we are allowing ourselves to ignore whatever the core issue is and just letting ourselves dismiss the issue at hand. I think that most of the time we know when we're not taking care of ourselves properly, but there is something external or internal that keeps us from taking action. So for external, it might be maybe you're afraid of losing your job, and then for internal, it might be something like anxiety or depression or some kind of mental block. However, it's important to remember that we can only keep going for so long 
and that there's negative effects when it comes to dismissing self-care, especially for an extended period. So when you consider the long-term effects of not taking care of yourselves and being in tune with your needs, think about the costs associated with mental health services, your relationships with other people, whether it be with your friends, your family, or your partners. You being in a not optimal mood or a not optimal state of mind is not gonna be pleasant for other people either. And when you're overworking yourself or ignoring your needs, that can lead to a whole host of things, whether it's burnout at work, um, like I mentioned earlier, mental illnesses, um, you can get depression or anxiety or just overloaded with stress overall. Like physically, you can get high blood pressure. If you're not going out or exercising, that obviously leads to damage to your physical body. And then if you're not mentally or emotionally resting, it's going to be very draining on you and hard to ignore at some point. Now, if you're in process of trying to initiate self-care, um, that can mean a lot of things for different people, uh, whether that's one individual versus another individual, and it, it can also mean different things depending on your age and your current situation as well. So I was on um, this website from SNHU, which is Southern New Hampshire University, and they have this page about self-care, um, which pulls from this pamphlet from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, SAMHSA, their guide for eight dimensions of wellness. I'm gonna go into, uh, quickly go into the eight dimensions. This basically is aiming to let you know that there's different areas that you can focus on for your self-care and depending on your needs and what you think might be helpful at a certain time, you can choose to do one or multiple areas to get started to address your self-care needs. The eight dimensions are emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. Like I mentioned earlier, self-care can also mean different things depending on where you're at in life. For me, I feel like when I was in school up to high school, I didn't really think too much about self-care. It wasn't really a concept back then. And even though school could be stressful and there were, you know, small events every now and then that would be upsetting, I don't think I really experienced, I mean, luckily, anything that was too distraught or was too stressful for me overall. Around, like, college time, I, like, had a better grasp about what self-care is. And the reason for that was because I wasn't taking care of myself. I was doing a ton of all-nighters, I was eating a lot of junk food, cooking my own food, which was unhealthy at the time. I was procrastinating on things a lot and just do overall doing a lot of things that college students do that didn't allow myself to rest or take care of myself the way that I should have. And I would say that now, catching up to where I'm at in the present, I could be a lot better at self-care for sure, but I am trying to be more mindful about things. One thing for me is just saying no has been helpful for me. 
Sometimes when I have anxiety about doing something, whether it is about getting a task or a project done, or whether it's about hanging out and going out to meet with someone, for the most part, I feel comfortable saying no when I know that it is something that's going to be too stressful for me. So if there is a request for me at work to do something by a certain time, I will say, no, I don't think I can get it done by that time. I can do it by this set amount of time, would that be okay? And if I'm not feeling up to meeting up with someone, I will let them know and say, can we do this a different time? I'm not really up to it now. Self-care for me also is staying off of social media for an extended period. I I can easily get caught up in scrolling through Instagram and YouTube and, you know, Facebook. And so setting the phone down and then doing something else like drawing is really therapeutic or I guess relaxing for me. Drawing and calligraphy and sketching like things that let me focus on a certain task, which is, you know, drawing, getting the art out. And it kind of allows me to shut my brain down, which is good. Also things like reading, making and drinking tea, journaling, those have all been really nice. I've been doing a lot of stretching lately in the morning and in the evenings, which is kind of helps me to start my day and then also unwind and get ready for bed. I'm still struggling with going to sleep at a reasonable hour, but yeah, I'm learning, figuring out what works for me, what doesn't what I need to improve on and what I am getting better at and I would be interested in knowing what self-care means to you and whether you think your self-care journey has gotten better over the years or whether you're still in the figuring it out part. I hope you're well. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. Feel free to reach out and share your thoughts with me on Instagram at Midnight Vowels and I will talk to you soon. Bye!